You are listening to the Wisdom with Trish podcast. This is episode 80, When You Choose Self-Care. Welcome to Wisdom with Trish. I'm Trish. I'm your host. I'm a mom to six kids. I've been married to my sweetheart for 28 years. And I'm a life coach. But most of all, and why we're all here, is... I spent 30 years chronic dieting. Yep, most of my life I've spent trying to be in a smaller body. And this podcast is about my journey to turning to God and trusting Him to not diet anymore. I found a path of health and a path of loving the space I take up in the world. And I'm here now to help other women do the same. So I'm so glad you're going to join me on the journey. All right, here we go. Hey, 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 friends. All right, as I sit and chat with you today, I have my hand in ice water. (laughs) I got a new always pan for Mother's Day. It's supposed to be the best nonstick pan. And I have to say, it's pretty great. You do have to baby it a little bit. Like I went out of town and I came back and there, I don't know what my husband cooked in it, but it kind of left a mark on it where I've been kind of super careful with it. But anyways, this, this always pan, I've loved it. I cook my hash browns in it every morning. And today, somehow I never noticed before, but there, you know, there's the long handle that you hold. Well, the small little handle on the other side, I grabbed it to kind of anchor the pan so I could kind of, my potatoes were sticking a little bit, and I put my hand on there, and it just seared my pointer finger and my thumb, (laughs) and oh boy, I'm pretty burned, and then I look down, and there's a sticker that says, this surface is hot when cooking, and I'm like, why is this even here? It makes no sense to me why you would make a pan that you can't touch the handle. But anyway, they did. So if you have wanted to buy an always pan, remember the little handle not to touch. <laughs> I guess I since May, I've never tried to touch the little part. So crazy. But yeah, but I had told myself I was going to record a podcast today. So even with bur- fingers burning in water, we're doing it anyway. <laughs> so... Anyway, I hope you're having an amazing day. Um, We're good at my house. Things are good. Today I went on my walk and it was beautiful. It's cooling down in the morning. So if I would have left the time I normally do, it would have been 66 degrees. But for whatever reason, and I'll tell you later, I ended up having to go later. But I'll get back to that. But today I actually wanted to do a podcast. If you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, I've kind of talks a little bit about how, and I think I mentioned it in the last podcast, one of the last podcasts, that I'm doing a health challenge. And I just wanted to chat about that with y'all, about what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. Um, Is it something maybe you would want to try? I don't know. But um, it was a decision that I didn't take lightly. And I just really... um, want you to kind of see why I would want to do something like that. So let me back up. I want to say 
like in June, I had a friend on Facebook and she posted and she said, I'm going to do a 75 hard challenge. And I didn't, I'd, I'd never heard of that. 75 hard. Never heard of that before. And then she proceeds to list what she has to do. And it was two 45 minute workouts. One has to be outside. Drink a gallon of water a day. Read 10 pages in a book. And follow some type of diet, right? Um, so I'm reading that and I was so triggered by it. I was like, oh my goodness. In my mind, this friend is totally looking for her self-worth through doing this. Like, I'm like, oh my goodness, she's doing this because she wants to feel better about herself. I wish she knew she could just feel better about herself today. So that triggered me. And then I'm like looking it up. Like, I'm like, people do this. And why do people do this? And I'm looking it up. And I was super, super bothered by it. I'm like, diet culture. This is so diet culture. Like, I just was so crazy by it. And I felt that way about that for a long time. And that was June. And then in July, I go to Utah. And when I'm in Utah, we do a few different physical activities. And one of them was we went on a hike with a, as a family. And I did really great throughout the hike. But when it got to the end, I just had stopped enjoying it because I was really tired. And myself and my husband and my sister-in-law, we kind of just acted like we were too good to finish and that we just wanted to visit. But if I'm going to be honest, I couldn't finish. The hike was too hard. And it was a very like, you know, we were going uphill. And yes, Utah has a different elevation than Texas. So I'm dealing with elevation issues. But I really was not enjoying myself because it was hard. And then I had that experience. And then I went to... um on my next trip, I came back for a coaching thing. And when I was at that, I had a little evening where I got to spend the evening with my two sisters and my sister's children. And it was so fun. And we went to a play, Mary Poppins, which was put on by children, like, you know, like 18 and down. And it was so fun, but we had to go to this this theater, which was like built outside, is it called an amphitheater? Now it's not, that doesn't sound right. But anyway, this theater, and it was like, like basically rock. So the rocks created the seating. And I'm watching and where we wanted to sit, you could go and there was like stairs. And if you went up the stairs, um, I could, you know, I, you would just move over to where we wanted to sit. But if I went up the stairs, I knew that I would have to like go through a lot of people to get to where our seats were. It was going to be like kind of a mess to get there. And of course, everyone else in my family, they just start heading up the boulders to get to our seats, which was like a very big, um, like it would be like almost three or four steps together. Like, I'd have to lift my leg that high to, like, go up. And when my oldest daughter was very small, I had knee surgery. And so I have kind of a weak knee. And I haven't been, like, doing strength training. And 
I literally looked at that and I thought, I'm not going to be able to do that. I mean, I could if someone stood there with me and pulled me up each time, like helped me, but I literally couldn't do that large of a um, movement. I wasn't strong enough to do it. And so they all just hightailed themselves up, up to where our seats were with those very long, you know, giant um, step ups, you know, the boulders that were so tall. I'm not even explaining that very well, but just know that it was a really big step to take and I couldn't do it. And so I, I went around and they didn't know what I was doing. I'm sure they just thought I just wanted to use the stairs or whatever, but it was, it, they don't even probably remember that. But for me, I was like, I don't like that. I don't feel strong between my hike in Utah, in Utah earlier in the summer. And then this, cause in my normal life, y'all, my life's about, I sit at my desk and I coach people and breathe. I take my dog for walks. You know, like most of the time I don't have to really challenge my body because my life is very like, let me, let me be in the kitchen making dinner for a long time and doing the dishes and all of that. Right. And then, and then I'm coaching or making, maybe I'm working on um, Instagram or, you know what I mean? Like I'm in that world of Facebook and Instagram for my business. So maybe I'm working on that, but I'm not doing physical things. So most of the time it's fine, (laughs) but I really felt like I didn't like that. I didn't like feeling like I couldn't get to the top because when we went on the hike at the very top, when you got up there, there was a beautiful lake and it was a view of a lake that you couldn't see where we were on the other side. And so they were all wanting to get to the top of the lake. And my family was all disappointed that I, my husband and I didn't finish because I'm, they all took beautiful pictures of each other with the lake. I'm sure they would have liked us there with them taking those pictures. We weren't there. And I really rationalized that really well to like, it's fine. I love talking to my sister-in-law and my husband. It was fine. We didn't need to finish. That's just for the younger kids, whatever. But I would have liked to have had the option And I really, and maybe I I probably could have pushed myself, but I had stopped having joy in any of it. And I absolutely have decided that I want to have joy in the things I choose to do. And so (laughs) I wasn't in a place to be finishing that hike. So I come home and I have start having thoughts of, I want to get stronger. And then every day I just go on my walk and I don't, I'm not making any changes to become stronger. And then my friend finishes the 75 hard. And I thought, wow, that's amazing. She really did 75 days and she did that every day. That really took some amazing mind management on her part. And I just felt a lot of like, I just was super proud of her. Like whether or not she was doing it for the reasons I thought she should be or whatever, doesn't matter. I just thought really she did that. She, she made a commitment to herself and she did it. And I was really impressed by that. And then I started being prayerful that I would like, I'm like, I I feel like I want to become stronger, but I know I don't want to join a gym. Um, I don't have any gyms close to me for me to join a gym. It would be like 30 minute drive to go to the gym. So I knew that that wasn't really an option for me. So I knew I didn't want to join a gym. And then I'm like, what am I going to do that? I could like decide and make a commitment and follow through. But then I just kept going on my walks with my dog. I'm not like making change. 
And then one day it, it like came to me. I'm like, what if I did that 75 hard challenge? And I'm in such a different place today. Like if I did that 75 hard challenge five years ago, I would be doing that because I would hope at the end of the challenge, I would feel different, right? Like that's why we do everything as humans, remember? So I even think that my friend did that 75 hard challenge because she was hoping she was going to feel and even look different at the end of the challenge. Where I really decided as I was thinking about it, not so much decided, but I just started processing, what would it mean for me to really give myself a tough challenge? What does that mean today? With all the knowledge that I have, with my pyramid intact, if you don't know what my pyramid is, there's an earlier, um, we've talked about that in earlier podcasts, but basically the pyramid is, there's a pyramid and it's the foundation of the love that you have for your body and for yourself. And it, there, and it's in four sections. And the bottom of the pyramid is your infinite worth, which we all have. We were given it at birth. And it's the foundation of how we feel about ourselves. And what's beautiful is you can't give yourself more of infinite worth. And you can't take away from your infinite worth. It's just intact. God made it for you when he created you, whenever that was. And it's complete. And so sometimes we want to lose weight and change our bodies because we think that's where our worthiness comes from. So it's really important to know that your worthiness actually has nothing to do with your body. Your body, if you if I hold up my hands for you, one hand is your body and one hand is your worth. If you imagine my hands, what we do in us, our society is we mesh that together and we put our fingers together and our hands together and we we put we mesh that together right but what I want you to see is our infinite worth is actually when you have your two hands one hand is infinite worth one hand is um, your body they stay separate you can't intertwine intertwine your fingers you have to keep those those are two separate things Bodies and infinite worth are separate. So I have that down. Really, I have, you know, I have to remind myself sometimes, but that is very solid in my triangle. The next level of my triangle is gratitude. And you have this too. Like if you are not having daily gratitude for your body, you are going to be somewhat frustrated with your body because we live in a diet culture arena. We just do. That's the world we live in. And so... Gratitude is so important. And then the next part is acceptance. I've accepted this body that I have. Do I have to, do I sometimes fall out of acceptance and I have to come drop back in? Usually for me to find acceptance, it has to go, I have to go through the layers of the triangle, remind myself of my infinite worth, remind myself of all the things that I'm so grateful for about my body. And then that helps me jump right into some acceptance for this body. And then the very tip top, the very tip top of the triangle, y'all, is self-care. So where does this challenge fall in? It falls in the very tip of, for me, in the self-care part. So when I have my triangle intact, 
I know that I can do this challenge, but it's got to be in proportion to where it belongs. And that's the very tip top of the triangle. Now, what we all do and what I did for years is we have our triangles upside down. We think that if we self-care enough, then we will have acceptance and we will have gratitude for our body and that will bring us our, our worth. It just doesn't work that way. The triangle cannot even hold the weight upside down when the triangle's upside down. It's impossible. But we all do it. And the world tells you this is how it should be done. Impossible, friends. So you have to know that for me, I've done a lot of work to have my triangle intact. And so I really spent a lot of time in thinking about... It's so hard. If you guys saw me while I do a podcast, I move my hands while I talk. <laughs> and my hands happen to be in water. It's so hard because I can't really, I'm not even able to like think if I can't move my hands. Anyways, it's kind of funny. If you could see me, I'm a little bit of a mess, but that's okay. So anyway, my triangle's intact. My self-care, self-love triangle is intact. So here comes this challenge and it's it keeps coming back to me. And I keep thinking about it and I'm like, you know what, what if I did do this challenge? Like, would this feel like a diet? Would this feel like, like I'm restricting, like I'm torturing my body? Like, would, are those the things that it would start bringing up and feeling like? And I literally decided that all of the thought work that I teach the women in Breathe, I thought, you know what? I'm going to activate that thought work <laughs> and I'm going to use it in this challenge. And I'm going to keep it in the part of the triangle where it belongs, the very tip top. And I'm just going to do it. And I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. I'm not going to create a lot of mind drama about it. I know that that stuff's going to come up, but I know how to manage it. I know how to talk back to my brain. I'm just going to try it and I'm going to see what happens. And if this is all triggering for you, because this is what I find. When you're learning to build your triangle, when you're working on the pieces, when you're stepping away from diet culture when you're coming up for air and it's new to you this challenge that I'm talking about is not like what you start with <laughs> at all I don't even know if I could have done this challenge a year ago because I am in remission of diet culture like like I'm healing still and I probably will be healing the rest of my life to some degree because I have to live in a diet culture world. And it's going to be around me and I'm going to have to manage my thoughts. But I'm in such a, I'm a lot, I'm in a, a little bit further in the path maybe than some of you that are listening. And so I, I'm going to pick this challenge up and I'm in, and I just choose to try it. And I start and I just start I, and, and, and I was kind of hesitant to start because I'm like I was kind of gun shy and then I told my daughter what I wanted to do and she was like oh I'll do that with you mom and I was like okay perfect and so like as soon as I felt like I had a buddy I was like all right I'm in 
So I should have checked before I got on today what day I'm on. But I just know that I'm going to be doing this until the first week of November. So I'm not even really concerned about the day. I just wake up. I know I'm going to exercise. And then at night, after we've kind of had our family dinner and our family talk time and our family prayer, I just know I'm going to go on a walk with my dog. And so I'm not even doing really extreme workouts. I'm doing an hour video in the morning that is something I did back in the 90s that I love, that I've kept. I've even moved. Every time we've moved, I move these favorite workout videos with me because they help me feel strong. They have like a high step that you step. And so I could practice that, you know, that big step that I couldn't do in Utah that would give me like start giving me the strength to do that you use weights it's something I can do in my house very doable so I do that in the mornings and then in the evenings I just take a brisk walk with my dog and the mornings where maybe I'm sore and I need to rest then I'll walk my dog that morning and then I'll that evening I'll do a walk again but I'll like do intervals where I'll run so I'm not doing anything crazy. And sometimes if I'm just sick of all of that, I will turn on a yoga video and do 45 minutes of beginner yoga. <laughs> or I'll turn on a um, breathing video, not breathing, stretching, a stretching video. If I'm really sore from lifting weights, I'll turn on the stretching video and I'll do that 45 minute stretching. And it's always so challenging and I'm sweating when I'm done, which is fascinating because it's just stretching. But I'll change things up a little bit. And I drink all that water. I wanted to swear. I wanted to say all that damn water. <laughs> but the reason I wanted to do that piece of it was I had noticed that diet soda for me had been creeping in a little more here and a little more there. You know, I've not bought it at our house, but I'm like starting to have it once or twice a week. And I don't want to have it that much. I know it's not good for my body. I love this body. I want to do what's best for this body. And I know that Diet Coke isn't best for this body. So... I knew that I, if I had a water goal every day, and a gallon of water, y'all, is so much. But I knew if I did that, that I could, I would be so focused on that that I wouldn't, like, literally my husband went to, like, 7-Eleven to get himself a drink before we went to my son's game. And he said, do you want a drink? And normally I would have a drink. And I said, oh, no, but you can get me a water. I need to start drinking my water because it was a morning game. <laughs> and I'd forgotten my water bottle. So... You know what I mean? Where I just knew that that would be my focus and that would kind of weed that out. And then I've, I've weeded it out long enough that it doesn't taste very good anymore. Like my daughter brought some home for me one time just to be, she was being sweet. She works at a restaurant and she's like, mom, I brought you home a diet or a Coke Zero. And, and which was interesting. She's never done that before, but she did that. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice. And I had a sip and I'm like, that just doesn't taste very good. So I dumped, I didn't, she didn't know, but I dumped it out and I didn't even drink it. And so that's what I wanted. Like I wanted to focus on water and not focus on that. And none of you, I want you to, I just want you to see how all this feels to me. None of this feels like I'm torturing myself. None of this feels like I'm, um, like I'm hustling for my worth or I'm hustling to be in a different body. I'm not doing that y'all. If my body changes a little bit, that will be so great. Like I gained a little weight during COVID. 
my body was definitely in let's survival mode. And it might have some weight that it wants to get rid of because the other way I was before COVID, I'd been for a very long time and I'm sure that's more my natural weight. So that might happen, but I'm not resting my whole life on it. I'm not resting my, I'm not waiting to feel good about my body till then. I'm not waiting to um, be okay with myself until then. That has nothing to do with any of that. I feel the way I feel right now. Well, let me tell you, I've chosen to feel the way I have right now, the same way I'm going to feel when the challenge is over. It feels the same to me. That's why I'm not in a hurry to get it over with. That's why I don't need to know. Other people who do this challenge, I notice they post a calendar on their stories and they like tell you every day what story, what day they're on. I have no need. I have no desire to do that. It's not even important to me because I know that how I feel today is how I'm going to feel when the challenge is over because I'm managing my brain as I go. So why I wanted to do the podcast and wanted to like really bring you guys in on what I'm doing is because what have you wanted to do in your life? But diet culture has always kind of um, meddled with it a little bit. Like, um, and I don't even know what it would be for you, but what have you, what have you enjoyed? Cause this is what happens. You come in, you find my podcast, maybe you join breathe, maybe you follow me on Instagram, wherever you are, however you're getting help from me. And what happens is when you start coming home to yourself and you're figuring out, I don't have to do any of this. I don't have to hustle for my worth anymore. Wait, my worth is intact. Oh my goodness. And the, like the, you know, you come up for air and you're like, this is crazy. I don't have to do any of it. So when you, that's where I want you, I want you to feel like I don't have to do any of this. I don't have to count calories. I don't have to only eat vegetables for breakfast if I don't want to. I don't have to like, you just, you get to just not do any of it first. And then as you come home to yourself and you start weeding out all those messages you've had your whole life, as you start finding yourself, you'll think, wait, what do I actually care about? What what do I actually like to do? What do I actually think is possible for me in my life? And then you get to start, like, basically in the beginning, I know that you kind of take everything off the table, right? (laughs) You clear it all, (laughs) which is what I want you to do. It's like you clean out the closet. And then I want you to, on your health journey, put back the pieces you want to put back. And that's what I'm doing, friends. That's all I'm doing. Is I wanted to feel like I had a more physical, stronger body. And I knew that if I set a challenge, like did this challenge, what's been the most joyful part of the challenge is the decision is made for me. I have no mind drama every day whether I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do because I've just decided it's done. I'm doing it. And it's fantastic. So today I just want you to open your mind to the possibility that challenging yourself, doing something new in your health journey, maybe you actually did like eating vegetables for breakfast, but you didn't like having to eat vegetables for breakfast. Maybe you want to bring that back. Maybe you want to um, 
maybe you're like me. You're like, oh, yeah, I totally started drinking Diet Cola again when I found Trisha's podcast, but I don't want to drink it anymore. So what is that going to look for me like for me in my life? How do I start weaning that out? Like, that's what you get to figure out, y'all. It's your health journey. No one gets to tell you how to do it. No one gets to tell you the way it should look like for you. It gets to look however you design it, which is so beautiful. Now, I'm not going to lie. Like, there's river of misery when you start making changes. Like, it's not super fun for me when I can't sit on the pot very good because my legs are so sore from me climbing that step. <laughs> like, that's not so fun. But I also know that that's how I create change is I'm going to be a little uncomfortable. And today I'm not sore at all. And so that tells me, oh, it's time to increase increase my weights a little bit and just, you know, but this is all done in love for me. My future Trisha self is so happy I'm doing this. She's cheering me on. She's like, yes, Trish, go. Because my 70-year-old self is thrilled that I'm working on muscles right now. She's thrilled about that. She wants me to be able to go up those boulders with no problem. She wants me to be able to take the hike and see the, the beautiful lake with her kids. And that's, but I have to do some things today. And that's what I chose that it was, that I wanted. And you get to do that too for your life. All right. I'll check in with you every once in a while and tell you how I'm doing, but I'm telling you, I, it's okay. I'm doing it. I'm doing the challenge. The only thing where I kind of cheat is <laughs> I chose on Saturday, on Sunday mornings, I don't do a workout. We have 10 o'clock church and I just don't do a workout. And so it's, I kind of did 75 hard my way. And that's the only time I don't work out. And then in the evenings on Sunday, I still walk my dog. I just needed a Sabbath. I needed the Sabbath to feel like a Sabbath. And the other thing I do is whoever created this challenge, I don't even know his name. He said, you have to read 10 pages in a book. Well, if I was to read 10 pages in a book, I just fall asleep. I do. I'm just not a good reader that way. So I listen to mine on audio and that's a no-no, but that's what I do. I do it my way. So <laughs> there you go. But I really do drink all that water. I'm doing it. I'm drinking all that water and I pee all the time. So <laughs> I'll keep you up on today about my little challenge. But do you want to make a little challenge for yourself? Do you think you're in a place where you could make and keep convinced to yourself every day? Yeah, try it out. If you come up for air and you start coming home to yourself, you're going to want and figure, you're going to want to figure out what is in the best interest of you and then start doing those things your way. And I know you can. All right, everybody. Have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. A few things before you go. If you have found that you need help on your journey of taking amazing care of yourself and loving the space you take up in the world, please, I would love for you to come join us in my monthly membership coaching program called Breathe. Breathe is a place where like-minded women come together and help one another. I help you by coaching you and then I record that and then 
other women will watch while you are helped. And then you watch other women when they're helped. And it's this community where women are helping women and it's so beautiful. There's a lot of other perks when you're a Breathe member. So you receive coaching, you get to watch other women be coached, and then you also get to have access to any course that I provide. So right now, there's two courses in the membership. One is how to eat plant-based in 30 days without dieting. So if you're at the very beginning of your journey, that will help you so much. Now, if you're a little bit further along in your journey, you will probably love my course that is on self-care. And it's a self-care course that you take over six weeks. And it's a way for you to come home to yourself and start figuring out what does love feel like for you. And this is a course that I usually offer just to a group coaching program, but now it's also offered in Breathe. Something else you'll have is you'll have this community of support. There'll be a private Facebook group that you can check in with. And remember, you're going to be seeing these other women be coached. So you will get to be honestly their best friends. It will be a wonderful community. And you know, sometimes when we eat plant-based and we try to leave diet culture, it's a little bit lonely. So that will be a wonderful support for you. The last thing, I provide weekly meal plans. I'm trying to think of everything I can to make this process of you loving you and you loving the space you take up in the world and you taking amazing care of yourself to have all the tools for that. And one tool to simplify your life is a weekly meal plan with a grocery list. And that will also be available in Breathe. And all of that will be available on an easy app so that you can access it on your phone and you can, um, it can be very user friendly for you. So come join me in Breathe. You remember, nothing in your life has to change for everything to change. And that's the work we do in Breathe. Have you come up for air? Have you needed help to keep breathing? I got you. Come join us and breathe. Have you downloaded my free commitment planner? Okay, if you haven't, you totally need to. It's such an easy way for you to make and keep commitments to yourself and honor those commitments. Go to my Instagram account and in the links in bio, there is an option there to download that for free. Totally go get that. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. If you're feeling like you're missing episodes, it's probably because you're not subscribed. So whatever, wherever you listen, you just subscribe and then they will make sure that you don't miss an episode. Also, are you part of my free Facebook group? If you're not, you should be. Come on over, share recipes with us. And it's just a really diet culture free place to um, enjoy being online. And last of all, have you left me a review? Reviews is, are really important because that's how other people find the podcast is through a review. So how, wherever you listen, go ahead and leave me a review there so other people can get the help that they need through the podcast. All right, y'all are the best. Have the best day. See you next time.